Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. When you go to a baseball game, or for that matter, any sporting event, one of the first things you do when you sit down is go, I'm hungry. Maybe I'll get a hot dog. What is it about hot dogs that we identify? And I remember as a kid going to sporting events in Oakland all the time, and they had colossal dogs, and I could still smell those. They were great. Well, we're going to find that out and everything you ever wanted to know about hot dogs and sausages with the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, Eric Mittenthal. Eric, what is it about hot dogs? They just do seem like they're a great fit to a sporting event. They fit great with a sporting event, and I think, you know, as you described, it's one of those foods that brings us back to our childhood. Uh, we all love hot dogs, both as children and adults, and so when you uh, have a hot dog, it, it reminds you of a, uh, a more innocent time, and, uh, you know, the ballpark has a long history with hot dogs, and so we've all been to ball games and enjoyed hot dogs and enjoyed that outdoor atmosphere and the, the smells and the, the sights of, uh, of being outside and enjoying a hot dog. And so it just uh, triggers something in our brain that brings back those memories and it makes us happy. Well, and now the connection with the hot dog and sports. Here in Las Vegas, hot dogs are one of the most popular foods around some of the best places. But out at the Raiders Stadium now, the big thing is tailgating. It was a, certainly a big deal when I was growing up in, at the Oakland Coliseum. But sausages seem to be a big part of that now, too. People are getting more adventurous and so forth. Are you noticing kind of a growth in the world of sports that the sausage is making uh, its way through to join the hot dog? Yeah, we've absolutely seen that, both in sports and just uh, eating at home, too. Uh, the amount of sausage options that are available has uh, greatly expanded uh, over the last uh, decade or so. And what you see is that you have lots of different flavor options that are available, whether it's uh, spicier flavors or using uh, different types of meats in, in sausages. And so uh, that's expanded to the ballpark, too. And so uh, when folks have all these different choices, they like to go up and, uh, and tailgate and uh, show off their skills. And so uh, it's it's definitely something you'll find out in the tailgates is lots of, lots of sausage options. And, uh, again, it's something that, that people will, will all enjoy. And so it's, it's, a, it's a food that you know will, will make your, your friends happy at the tailgate. Well, I'm glad to see the images changing a bit because you used to hear people make jokes about how hot dogs are made and all these things. But as I go through the uh, the grocery store, I notice there's gourmet hot dogs. There are hot dogs. If, if you want just all beef, you can get that. If you want beef and pork, you can get that. Heck, now they're even making fake hot dogs, which I don't consider real hot dogs. But it sounds like uh, from a health perspective, it's not the scary thing that it was once portrayed as. No, it's not. And, and a lot of the, the ideas about how hot dogs are portrayed is pure mythology. Um, you know, first off, there are many, many different choices that are available uh, on store shelves. And so 
if you're looking for a hot dog that has certain ingredients, uh, whether it be beef or pork or poultry, um, if you're looking for a hot dog that uh, are, don't have certain ingredients, um, you know, you can find them. You can find hot dogs and sausages that are lower in sodium, lower in fat, um, you know, whatever nutrition profile you're looking for, uh, it's all available. Um, and the one thing that, that you can absolutely be confident in is that what you see uh, on the package label and in the ingredient statement is what is in the hot dog. Um, there's a lot of mythology about uh, parts of the animal that go in there, uh, but it's very simple. Uh, it is meat that's cut away from steaks and roasts, uh, whether that be beef or pork. Um, it's ground up finely and put in a casing and cooked. And so if you uh, are worried about um, other parts of the animal being in there, uh, by law it's required that if an organ or something like that is in there, uh, it would have to be closed on the label. Um, And that is available in certain places where it's a delicacy and uh, a desired uh, attribute, but um, it's on the label. And so if you don't see it on there, uh, you know, what you see is what you get. That's why I think what you guys do, and people will tell them where to go. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, the website is incredible. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dogs. And it's one of those things, 7 billion hot dogs, I understand, is what Americans eat. And that's only from that peak picnic time between Memorial Day and Labor Day. So in addition to what we do in sports venues, we're doing this all the time, right? Is that because it's just such a convenient food? It's easy to cook and it's really easy to eat. You eat with your hands. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge part of it. And the summer season is the prime time. Um, the 7 billion hot dogs is between Memorial Day and Labor Day, and it's about a third of the hot dogs that are eaten throughout the year uh, or just in the summer months. And so, you know, there's a lot of things. It's it's something that's it's convenient, it's easy, it's delicious. Uh, you know you're going to get a, a packed protein uh, a meal out of it, and uh, it's family-friendly. Um, you know that everybody in your family is going to enjoy it. And so uh, it's just one of those foods that is so easy and enjoyable to to have as a go-to that uh, it, it remains extremely popular, and, and we uh, think it'll, it'll stay that way for a long time. Yeah, and I think low-carb dieters love it, too, because it's one of those things you can eat, and it's not doesn't have a lot of carbs and uh, much tastier than some of the diet foods that we grew up with. That's right. Yeah, No, no carbs uh, in most of those hot dogs you'll be finding. The bun, the bun would add some carbs, but there's lots of different ways to enjoy the hot dog without the bun, um, whether you're mixing that up with uh, different ingredients or whatever. We have a lot of recipes on our website at hot-dog.org. So uh, you can enjoy it however you please, and if you want to avoid those carbs, uh, skip the bun, and you can still find lots of different ways to ha- have a, a delicious meal out of it. And let's talk about the condiments, because that's a big thing. Uh, everybody associates mustard with hot dog. I guess that's still the favorite, but... I now I see people using ketchup, they use barbecue sauces, and then you can get really creative with that. You can. There's lots of different topping options. Um, and you know, one of the things that makes hot dogs unique is that depending on where you are in the country, uh, people top and enjoy their hot dogs a little bit differently. Uh, in New York, you're going to be topping it differently than you are in Chicago uh, or versus the South or versus out West. Uh, and so people have their preferences. Um, we the, you know, Ketchup is the most controversial uh, topping for a hot dog, we say that if you're over the age of 18, that you should not be putting ketchup on your hot dog. Uh, in some places, they'll tell you you should never, ever do it. Uh, we're a little bit more lenient, but uh, that's something that we get debated on all the time, is whether you should put ketchup on hot dogs. So if you're an adult, maybe put the ketchup away. 
What about cheese? People like cheese now. I see that on some of these things. I mean, we've always done it with chili and cheese, but are, are you seeing some of that where people are melting that on top? Yeah, it's, it's very common to have uh, melted cheese on hot dogs. Uh, I think you, you find these days uh, a lot of hot dogs and sausages that are available that have cheese inside. Uh, and so you get that melty cheese uh, mixed in with the meat and uh, adds a little extra flavor and, and they get the meltiness of the cheese. So it's, uh, it's another fun way to do it that incorporates cheese. Well, one thing that's kind of fun, you know, you talk a lot about baseball on your website and you see the name Babe Ruth and I always remember there's some great shots of Babe Ruth running around the bases after he belted a home run or second home run of the day holding his stomach and that was because he ate so many of these hot dogs you tell a story he once ate 12 hot dogs is that right that's the myth. Uh, yeah, that, there, there's the uh, the story that he ate 12 hot dogs between uh, uh, doubleheader games and uh, was feeling a little ill. Uh, but I think I think there's a lot of mythology behind that. But certainly Babe Ruth was a uh, a prodigious hot dog eater as well as home run hitter. <laughs> well, there, there there's got to be something to that. You know, as we talk about that, is there any stadiums that you know? I know. The different hot dogs have been associated with different stadiums. The famous Dodger dog that Vin Scully used to talk about. Do they all have their own kind of special things that they try to brand as something special to their park? Yeah, a lot of parks do that. So you have the Dodger dog, you have the Fenway Frank, uh, Chicago, you get the Vienna Beef, uh, Chicago dogs. Uh, and, and around the majors, you find a lot of different hot dogs that are available. And, you know, hot dogs, there are so many different regional brands out there. And so a lot of the hot dogs at uh, stadiums are selling the, the local brand. Uh, Cleveland Indians is a good example. Uh, they sell Sugardale hot dogs, which is a uh, Midwest Ohio based uh, hot dog company. And so, um, you know, you, you can identify teams with their hot dogs. And one of the things that we've seen in recent years in particular is that teams are competing at the concession stand just as much as they're competing on the ball field. And so you get a lot of different unique hot dog varieties uh, beyond just the brand, uh, a lot of different uh, toppings and sizes and uh, interesting concoctions with hot dogs that teams are coming up with to entice fans and uh, show off their crea- creativity uh, between themselves and the, the other teams. Well, yeah, and I noticed in some of these new stadiums, which is part of the appeal, is you'll see sausage stands from all over the world. So that's kind of increased as well. Yeah, lots of different choices, and uh, you know, particularly as there are choices in the whole communities. A good example is uh, in Minneapolis. Uh, there's a great sausage place there, uh, very historic, called Kramarchuk's. Uh, and uh, they are uh, from uh, Eastern Europe uh, originally and brought over a lot of sausage styles from over there, from Poland and uh, Ukraine. And uh, they sell those sausages at the ballpark. And so uh, you can get a lot of those unique flavors uh, through, through sausages from, from local companies that are, that are influenced by uh, styles around the world. Eric, what do you think of these hot dog eating contests? I will get it. I think it's sort of a disservice to the hot dog in a way because nobody would want to eat any kind of food the way they eat in those contests. But what is your thought on that? I think the contests are fun. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that we would never ad- never advocate eating 
70 plus hot dogs in a single <laughs> setting is, uh, as Joey Chestnut does, but, uh, he is truly an athletic marvel in terms of what he's able to do. Uh, ESPN did a documentary on him a couple of years ago that was really popular. And so, uh, anything that celebrates the hot dog in a fun way like that, we love. Uh, it, it's just great to have people celebrating and enjoying hot dogs and, and all the uh, happiness that hot dogs bring to, to people's lives. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, People going out and doing contests themselves maybe a little bit of, of an overkill. Leave it to the professionals. Well, I think your organization is really interesting. Like I say, I want to send everybody before we go to take a look at it. But I understand it was started back in the uh, 20th century, late 20th century, by the American Meat Institute. What was the main reason for it? Was it an idea that there was a, you know, you mentioned myths before. There's a lot of myths going on, especially with the hot dog. Was it to have a place where you could kind of get those questions answered? Yeah, that's exactly right. And we were started by the North American Meat Institute in 1994. Uh, so been around for uh, more than 25 years at this point and uh, still going strong. And, and it, it really, it, it was kind of twofold. Um, you know, one element is the myth busting um, and trying to uh, you know, address those notions of, of what's in a hot dog or sausage and, and their healthfulness and, um, you know, whether they can be part of a healthy diet, which they absolutely can. Um, and the other part was just being the, the voice to celebrate hot dogs. Um, you know, there's so much uh, hot dog love out there that we felt like an organized voice to uh, to bring that together would be something fun and unique. And so we we created the Hot Dog and Sausage Council as that. And, uh, it's a fun place to, to just talk about hot dogs and sausages all the time. Uh, never a bad day when, when that's your job. Yeah. Do you guys, when you have meetings or anything, are you serving hot dogs at all? Does that ever happen? Oh, certainly. Yeah, we have uh, one of our meetings – we have a sausage fest where we invite in our members to serve uh, different sausages uh, that they produce and let let people uh, have a little, little fun with them and, and tell us which one they think is the best. Uh, we did a version a few years ago where we had uh, meat science students from uh, many of the universities around the country uh, develop their own sausage recipes, and uh, we, we judge those as well. And so, uh, yeah, we take advantage of fun opportunities. Uh, historically, we've also done a big event on Capitol Hill every year that is uh, serving hot dogs on National Hot Dog Day in July, um, where we invite in baseball players to come and sign autographs. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that has gone on for, for more than 40 years. And last year, uh, with the inability to have people together in person, it got canceled. And uh, probably not going to happen this year either, just due to the complexities of, uh, of putting on events still. But um, that's something we have have a long history of, is, is bringing people together around hot dogs. And they're always looking for opportunities to, uh, to have those occasions. Okay, final question, Eric, is the person who's the president of this greatest organization, I know everybody wants to know, and me included, what's your favorite type of dog and how do you, you know, everybody has their own way in terms of condiments, what have you. So what does your perfect dog look like at your house? I'm from the South, so I like a good chili dog. Uh, I, w I like a, a hot dog with chili, uh, mustard onions. Uh, that, to me, is, is the ideal hot dog. Uh, but one of the fun things, as I've said, is when you go to different places around the country, you can try the local style of hot dogs. And so uh, when I'm traveling and I, I get to, to different cities, uh, I always try the local the local hot dog. But uh, if it's just me and I had, had the, the whole world to choose from in front of me, I would have a good old chili dog. That sounds really good. Let's tell people where they can find you online because you got to look at this website. It's great. <laughs> Eric? Yeah, check us out at hot-dog.org. 
And as you said, we have anything you possibly want to know about hot dogs, uh, whether it's culture, history, statistics. Uh, we answer the tough questions. We have etiquette. Um, it, it's a fun place to go. You can you can really go down a wormhole on our website to, uh, to, to learn lots of different facts and information and have some fun. It sounds great, and you're going to be hungry afterwards, so you better have some hot dogs on the grill. <laughs> Eric, thank you so much. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Come on, let's go to Vegas. Support Vegas Never Sleeps on Patreon for exclusive ad-free content, prizes, drawings, and fun, starting at just five bucks. Go to patreon.com slash Vegas Never Sleeps. Patreon.com slash Vegas Never Sleeps. Pack your bags and get ready because you're going to Vegas. Go to patreon.com slash Vegas Never Sleeps. Come on, let's go to Vegas. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com.